0: Welcome to Grieving Insomniacs. I am your host, Christy Haberman. I am glad you're here. Thanks for being a part of our community. A few disclaimers before we get started. I am a licensed therapist. However, this podcast is not to be considered mental health therapy or counseling. It is for entertainment purposes only and is not associated with my counseling practice, Christy Haberman Counseling Services. Thanks for showing up. Welcome to Grieving Insomniacs. This is Christy Haberman, your host, and Kai the Wonder Dog. And today we are going to do a grief meditation. This is a technique I often use with um, clients in my office. Uh, It's one that I have used myself, and I actually wrote this grief meditation years ago, right after Christopher died. So I thought that maybe we could focus on coping with grief a little bit. So when people talk about meditation, they say, it's so hard. I tried it once and I didn't like it. And my mind kept wandering and meditation is like anything else. It's a skill. You have to take the time to practice. And so in this grief meditation, though, we're actively using your imagination and all of your senses to create a space for you to revisit your memories of your loved one. So the first thing you need to do is set the mood. So you want to be somewhere where you won't be disturbed. Some people turn off the lights, some people turn on the lights. The most important thing is that you are comfortable, that you're comfortable in this space. And I apologize, I'm getting a cold. So if you hear me sneeze, and I'll try to turn off the microphone, but I'm tr- going to do the best I can to get us started. So I listen to a lot of guided meditations. One of my favorite is Lillian Eden on uh, youtube the other thing that i like to do is sometimes i like to listen to music because it helps me focus but remember we're using our minds to create to create this space so i want you to get your space set up so you don't have to sit cross-legged you don't have you just have to sit somewhere where you're comfortable so I like to sit in my recliner. Um, when I'm working with a client, I sit in front of them. And so if it makes you feel more comfortable, you can imagine me sitting in front of you. And the first thing we're going to do is take a deep breath. And so as I breathe through this meditation, I want you to breathe with me. Try to sink your breathing to mine. So take a deep breath. And you hear that that blowing sound? That's the sound that lets you know that the air is coming from your belly out through your mouth, and so that's called core breathing. And core breathing calms you down, because for some people, especially if you're new to grieving, um, as soon as we have the thought of our loved ones, we start crying. Crying's important in grief. Crying is a way that we um, express the pain that we don't really have words for. So if you start crying doing this meditation, just go with the flow. Allow yourself to cry. So be in a place and a space that you can do that. So this is not going to be a podcast that you want to listen to at work. Um, it's possibly going to be triggering for you when we talk about grief. Um, especially if it was a traumatic loss you may feel changes in temperature Uh, you may feel different emotions but it's important to just let your body flow through those feelings so we're going to start to put your feet on the floor grounding is very important and i want you to imagine a space that is comforting for you. Some people it's the beach, some people it's the forest. For my purposes, I am going to use the forest because that's what's comforting and calming to me. And I've done these meditations for years. So it brings it up inside my mind that there's a particular space. If you're interested in some other guided meditations, I do have one for the inner child that I do. Um, for myself that I would be willing to share. uh, Just send me a DM and let me know that you want it. So let's get situated. Put your feet on the floor. Take a deep breath. Three times. Try to breathe with me. Close your eyes and continue to deep breathe. Imagine that you are safe. So safety is important in your meditation because you have to feel like you're safe because otherwise you won't be able to let everything go. So say you're safe. Breathe with me. there you go tell yourself you're safe you're secure feel your feet on the floor if you're at the beach feel that sand beneath your feet you know how you put your feet into the ground and it feels cool when the top of the sand is hot For me, I'm standing in the forest. I can feel the grass underneath my feet. Imagine that you have roots coming out of your feet, holding you into the earth. Just feel that coolness. What does the breeze feel like on your skin? Is it hot? Is it cool? Is it moist? Is it dry? So use all of your body senses to feel it. What does it smell like? Can you smell the sea? Can you smell the ocean? How about the forest? I can smell pine trees. That's what's in my forest pine trees. And then there's this smell of the dirt. You can sm- smell that sometimes too. Okay, move up your ankles, breathe. Feel your knees, they're stabilizing you into your chair. Feel your legs on the back of the chair. Are you on the floor? Is it hard? The chair, is it soft? Keep breathing. Feel the breeze wherever you are. In my forest, it's kind of cold. The sea, would be a warm breeze. And the trees where I live, they make this noise. I can hear the wind whispering through the trees and I just love that sound. So recreate, do you like people around you when you're at the beach? Recreate the sound of the waves so you can hear it and keep breathing. Feel your hips in the chair moving up your back is your stomach tight let's take some deep breaths there your stomach is your place where you keep your sense of self breathe some air in there get things moving around feel your arms your elbows in the chair how about your chest feel your chest how about feel your heart i know this is you're going to start feeling the sadness just breathe into it breathe into the sadness if the tears come just let them roll if you do that kind of crying where you go just try to focus on your stomach breathe it through if it starts to be overwhelming go back to your ankles again and your feet feel your feet on the ground and some of you may not be able to get past this piece of it if your mind wanders Go back to your deep breathing. So now, create the memory of your loved one, the one that I like to create with mine. So I really miss Christopher hugging me. So I visualize him walking through the trees towards me. I imagine him wearing how I used to like to see him in blue jeans. In the beginning, when I did this, just the side of him in the blue jeans, and he had this blue shirt that was one of my favorites. I would just start crying when I saw him, but that's okay. Just breathe. He had a specific clone. It smells like phoenix rising from axe. I try to create that smell. And then I try to sense him putting his arms around me and I fit right into his shoulder. And I try to recreate that feeling with his arms around me now i'm actively in my memory and you might start getting a little emotional but that's okay just breathe breathe some more and just breathe i wouldn't talk to try to talk to him right away at first i would just try to do your best to recreate the feeling the physical feelings, the emotional feelings. How did it feel when they hugged you? Breathe. How did you smell? Or she smell? What did it feel like with their arms around you? Maybe you get too overwhelmed, go back to your ankles again now feel what you feel in your heart can you imagine the love that you felt for them imagine your breath being the love and blow it into your heart try to create the pleasant feelings on top of the heartbreak Now, this is when it's important to not be disturbed because when you're in this state, if you happen to have somebody knock on the door or interrupt you, count to five. Be one, two, three, four, and come out of your meditation. It gives you time to process the feelings, it gives you time to come out of it, but ideally that you do this when no one's around. So recreate that feeling as long as you're able. And as you move on and get more used to creating this scene, you might even have a conversation with them maybe a memory that you had, maybe just telling him you loved him. And every time you start to feel overwhelmed, go back to your breathing. Two, three. So when you feel like you're done, and you're starting to lose your focus. You go the opposite direction. You breathe. And you imagine that sadness moving down your body. It's moving out of your heart. Breathe with me. That's moving into your hips. down to your knees, down to your feet. And now you can feel the forest or you can feel the sea wherever you are at. Take your time here. And if you're crying, just let it flow and breathe. You might add some tapping with your feet, right, left, but go slow because if you go too fast, it just makes you a little more upset. So go slow, right, left, right, left, and breathe through it until you've calmed down. So take your time, come back to the present moment. What do you hear in the room with you? Right now I can hear my dryer going. Can I hear my dog? Can I hear the wind? We're waiting for a winter storm. And what do I feel in this present moment? I feel my desk underneath my hands. I feel the floor, not the forest anymore. And just breathe through it and open your eyes to the count of three, one, two, three. Take a deep breath. And you're back in the present moment. Now what you do is you do a body scan. So in your current awareness, in your current moment, so you're right here and you're right now, do a body scan. Where is my grief today? Is it in my heart? Is it in my stomach? Like different people carry their grief in different places. Is it my arms because they ache to be around my child? Is it my stomach, my sense of self-worth, where my i carried my child where i've internalized my thoughts that i was at fault is it in your stomach is it in your hips maybe your feet do you feel not as grounded without your child so do a body scan and if you're a journaling type person You can try journaling, even if you have a piece of paper close by. Write down some thoughts, some images of what happened during your meditation. What did you see? Was it hard for you to create that favorite memory of your loved one? Was it hard to create a favorite place? How do you feel? Do you feel at peace? Did you lose your train of thought? Lose your sense of focus? It takes practice. Like you're not going to do this the first time and be like, ah, I can meditate, especially when you're in pain. I can't say this enough. This is something that you have to practice. It's not going to come to you easily. Maybe if you have very good attention span, it might. But I have found that in grief, it is really hard for us to pay attention. It's really hard because I have grief brain so bad. Like My memories, they're really difficult. I don't remember what's happening in this current moment. And so for me, the writing down is critically important. So write it down. And then if you're still upset, do your deep breathing for a while and just imagine you really need to express the grief. And I think that's the piece of grief that people get wrong, especially society when they're supposed supposed to be stoic, you're supposed to hold it in, you're not supposed to talk about it. And I have found, at least for me, that that does not work. And I saw a meme on Instagram today where it said that sometimes people um, create it in, in such a container. It's an, that's an EMDR technique. But some people do that. They put it in a little box and try to stomp on the box and make sure that they don't have to experience all of those feelings because they're so painful. But I promise you, if you learn to express your feelings... Each time it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier and a little bit easier. Because we have to make friends with our grief. We have to make friends with our emotions. And I guess the only thing that I would say about that, I'm 11 years into it. And something happened this week where I woke up. And I had a thought about Christopher and I just, I feel those tears, you know, right there. Like you could just close your eyes and bawl. And I think that's the other piece that people that aren't grievers don't understand. For the longest time, I walked through the world feeling grief. I was sad all the time. I may be talking to you, but underneath I was crying and I was sad and I was always sad. And I've been told I don't hide it very well, but I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I have a new job where I'm really stressed out at and creates a lot of stress. And I think that if I had an environment where I didn't have so much stress, it would be a lot easier for me to hide that sadness. But it's always there. And so I'm not going to say that it goes away because then I'd be lying to you what happens is we internalize it, we cope with it. And this is one of the ways that I have learned how to cope with it, is doing these meditations. And I, some people like music. I have ADHD, if you haven't noticed, because I jump from topic to topic in my podcast sometimes. I have ADHD and this was really hard for me to learn. So I don't know what it was like for people who don't have that. I have a really short attention span. And so maybe some of you will pick it up easier, especially if you do things that needs a lot of focusing. I'm thinking knitting, crocheting. Like when I'm reading a book, I am like right into that book I am not thinking about anything else but that book. And so there's that. So please let me know what you think about the meditation. Let me know if this is something that you would like to have in the future. I like doing meditations. Like I said, I do them I do them with my clients. Especially when they're really upset. And that's where this podcast came from. I was with somebody this week and I'm breathing with them. And I was like, ah, if I could do this through my podcast with people and help them get to this place where they knew how to self-soothe. Because really that's what this is. This is teaching you how to self-soothe. And when it came to grief, I don't know, I see people on Instagram that say they're three years into it and they've come to peace with it. And then, I'm glad for you. You know, And they leave me comments saying that it'll get better. I don't know. I don't know if it will. I'd like to know if it's gotten better for you. So please reach out. I'd like to know what you guys want to hear. Kai and the Wonder Dog and I. We're going into a tough part of the year for me. I'm already starting to notice that I'm starting to shut down a little bit. I'm starting to isolate. So March is when Christopher's daughter was born also the month that he got really sick he was going to doctors and doctors the end of April is when end of April the first of May is when he went to the doctor and they said um, you have cancer and you need to go to this doctor and all the testing started his birthday is May 27th and that's the day he found out he had a lot Hodgkin's lymphoma, stage B. June 19th was the day he died. It was a father's day. So this is a tough time of year for me. So pardon me if I get the grief brain going on. Last, <laughs> last week was a little rough. For those of you that listened, thank you for listening. I had to do a lot of editing. But those are just the consequences of the grief. And I'm not going to hide them. I thought about that. I thought about, oh, my podcast should be more professional. But you know what? I'm real. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. And I firmly believe that I need to be vulnerable so that it gives other people the courage to be vulnerable. Because we have to be able to talk about it. We just have to. So that's the end of the podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a speaker possibly coming on next weekend. I'm looking forward to that. If you would like to be a speaker, um, send me an email. I would love to have you come on the podcast and tell your story. Thanks for listening. This is Christy and Kai the Wonder Dog signing off. And have a good week.